Hello friends, this is Aaron dropping in before the episode to let you know we are posting this a little bit early. We intend to post this on a bi-weekly, every other weekend schedule. And Kate did get a new microphone for Christmas, but uh, unfortunately we did record this one before that. Our sponsor today is Kate's Mom's Book Club, celebrating good books and good friends for 28 years. Shout out to Vivian, who just had her second knee replacement. Way to go, Vivian. Now on with the show. Welcome, world, to the first episode of We Seen a Movie, movie. the bi-weekly podcast about anything and everything movies. I'm Aaron, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Derek. Buddy Elf, what's your favorite color? And Kate. I don't have a cool catchphrase. <laughs> uh, we are here Starting off a brand new podcast, never been done before. Nobody's ever heard of anything like this. We're talking about a movie. Have you ever tuned in to hear people talk about movies? This is a brand new idea. We're trying it out. I'm really excited to see. Definitely have not for. previously recorded over 100 episodes of movies no, and no, content. No, 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 this no. is number one, the first time this has ever been done by us or anyone. That, no one's ever thought of this idea, and that's going to come through in the level of quality that we are bringing you all today. Um, so we're going to talk today about the movie Elf, uh, 20th anniversary of release. It's a classic movie. But before we get to that, we got a little bit of roundtable. Derek, let's start off with you as you finish your drink. Yeah. So my my father is obsessed with something around the holidays. Anytime I go to his house back in Nebraska, I, I'll turn on the TV and the last channel it's always been on is the Hallmark channel. Are you guys familiar with all of the, the Hallmark Christmas movies? Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with the idea of a Hallmark Christmas movie. I don't think I've ever seen one. Kate, you seem like a Hallmark Christmas kind of gal. So I don't have cable, so I don't, I don't, but I love the genre and I do all the Netflix equivalents. Oh yeah. No, yeah. It's exact same thing. So I mean, yeah, I consume large amounts of amazing quality rom-coms every every December. (laughs) No, okay, that's that's perfect. So Aaron's going to be terrible at this game I'm going to try to play, and, Kate, and Kate's going to be excellent. So I'm going to start with Aaron. So I, I'm going to name two movie titles and two synopses. No, no, actually, I'm changing up the game on the fly. Ooh. I'm going to name a movie title, and you're going to give me the synopsis, or I will allow you that I will read the synopses and you give me the title. <laughs> All right, um, I think I'll take Dare. <laughs> which, which, no, truth, which, truth, truth. Not the right game. Give me the title. I'll give you the synopsis. Okay. Uh, here we go. I got I to pick a good one then. I got like 10 of these picked up. <laughs> um, these are all holiday themed. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. Christmas, they're Christmas movies. Okay, okay I, got, I got a good one for Kate. So for you, I'm going to do Crown for Christmas. Ooh. Crown, can I get a spelling? <laughs> I guess that could be important. Uh, cr- crown as in the thing that you would wear if you were royalty. Okay, so we're not talking crayon and you don't know which way is uh, yeah. which, which here. Okay, nice. Crown for Christmas. So we open up, I think this would be like a holiday movie about a dad that's kind of like a deadbeat dad, right? He's a bit of an alcoholic. He's always drinking Crown Royal. Oh. And he... <laughs> uh, his son grows up, like he's kind of an estranged kid, and then he grows up and kind of realizes like, oh my God, I understand why my dad was the way he was. Life is really hard. And he goes back to his dad with a box with a bow on it. And he says, dad, I get it. And he hands him his box and he opens it up and it was a crown for Christmas. Here's a bottle of Crown Royal. Is that, is that right? Not not even close. It's Where's very the cl- love story, yeah. Aaron? Come it's, on. It's very clear you have never seen these movies. <laughs> <laughs> it is so clear. Okay, um, failure. Uh, Kate, would you rather me read the synopsis, you try the title, or I give the title, you give the synopsis? I want you to read the synopsis. Okay. I'll switch it up. <laughs> okay. When a stray cat adopts Zachary Stone, he falls in love with the little guy in spite of the fact that he wants to stay away from responsibility. When his new pet brings him into contact with Merrily White, Zach begins to see that the single life isn't as fulfilling as he thought and the wrong woman might just be the perfect match. Ooh. I was going to say a cat for Christmas, but I feel like that's exactly, uh, that's too easy. Um, Kate, a known cat woman. 
<laughs> I'm locking it in. Is it a cat for Christmas? So close. The nine lives of Christmas. The nine lives. Uh, that's adorable. That's pretty good. Who I might have to watch that. that. How cute is the cat, though? How cute is the cat in the title the, picture? The, not in the title picture, surprisingly. Okay, well, if I'd known that clue, I might have had Wasted. it. Wasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like this yeah, game. I gave it a try. I gave it a try. It sounds like, like you it. should definitely watch some of these movies sometime, Aaron. They, they are uh, wildly popular in the community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm under the impression they just turn these out. Like, there's a, a one script, and they just, like, tweak minor yes. variations yes. on it, things. It's and, a love story, and yeah. they're like, all right, let's introduce a cat. Okay, this time, they're going to go to Montana. Okay, th- <laughs> this time, there's going to be a royal prince involved. Yeah, it's, it's just the same yeah. story. It's the same beats, <laughs> but it's so comfortable. Yeah, you love the story about a big city girl meeting a small town boy, giving up her big city job and all of her career to go live in said small town who needs rescuing. It's just a because small the town bookstores <laughs> owner has died and yeah, it goes on. You should watch uh mm. if you need a recommendation though, you should watch the Lindsay Lohan one. I yeah, I did watch it. Oh did my watch. gosh, is that a Netflix That's one? That's a Netflix one, yeah. Ooh, I I need to check this out. Do you know the name of it? I do not, but <laughs> Yeah. It came out it came out last year, okay. is that right, Kate? Yes. Yeah. See, because unfortunately I don't have Netflix. Falling which... for Christmas. Because she falls yeah. and gets a... And um, she forgets who she is, amnesia. right? Yeah, yes. short-term amnesia. Yeah. Oh. yeah, Which is a great trope, mo- huh. great movie trope. Incredible. Right? Like yeah. the the, yeah. the, the sure. clean slate trope where it's like this terrible, terrible person or this is now all of a sudden a super nice person or this, you know, like super conservative person is now like a party animal. A great trope. Yeah. <laughs> she was visited by three ghosts. Um that's there actually a real one as well. That's um the ex boyfriends of Christmas, which I Ooh. also think I had pulled over. Let me see. That one sounds really good too. No, sorry, it's boyfriends of Christmas past. That, that is a real yeah, one. That makes sense. Uh one I accidentally made my entire in laws watch was A Castle for Christmas with Brooke Shields. And I was jokingly like, hey, I'm going to throw this movie on in the background while we like do other things. And they were like, oh, no, she really wants to watch this movie. Let's all sit down and give all of our full attention to it. Yes. And I couldn't get out of it. So we did. And the whole time the commentary was, wow, this is so awful. Why would you want to watch this? Why did you make us do this? Kid? <laughs> oh, God, that's so great. I can't let not it down. Not a Christmas related thing. <laughs> I did the same thing with Palm Springs one time where oh, I was just God. like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this movie's great. And you know how that, that movie opens up. I was like, just get past the first scene. It's fine. Oh, that's funny. All right. So we had a, a, um, a staple of this podcast in years past, and that was the, the concept of the desert island. If you were going to be cast out to sea to live on an island and never get the chance to watch any movies ever again, except for those few 10 that you could fit on your boat with you. What would you take with you? You and I, Derek, have already given ours before, but this is a this is a fresh, this is a brand new thing. No one's ever done this sort of thing before. First so. time ever. No, I'm thinking we let Absolutely. I'm thinking we let Kate run through hers, uh, mm-hmm. just in case somebody's heard our desert island before. Just in case, I'm not saying it's likely. Again, this is the first episode, so I doubt that that's true. Your following's not but, gonna <laughs> not gonna come out and and want to follow you back yeah. again. Oh, my my mom my mom and Aaron's and my Aaron's mom yeah um no and, and that way in case we have overlap we can just say yep that's on ours too so let's just have Kate run through hers I, I and don't then, think we're gonna have any overlap guys we might we might <laughs> <laughs> um okay I'll give you guys a choice because I I put a lot of time and effort not really into this table and so I can sort by Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> score year that it released or Ooh. Ruby title like alphabetical order. Let's go. That's a great question. I I say Rotten Tomatoes reverse smallest to largest. No. Yeah. Worst to best. I was thinking more interesting would be best to worst, actually. Best to worst. All right. We'll go. We'll go best to worst because there's some easy ones out the way. There's some there's some quality ones on here. Okay. So I had a, you know, I have a pretty long honorable mentions list because I kept swapping. There was about six that I was convinced (laughs) had to go on this list and then four slots that kind of depending on my mood, they shifted around a lot. So this is where I landed on um, as of today. So please give me all the, all the judgment for all of the movies that I'm putting on here because the top one (laughs) 
at a score of 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh, is Die Hard. Nice. <laughs> nice, very The crisp. movie that um, we considered almost doing for this podcast, you're yeah. saying, is in your desert island. It is. It is. I Originally, <laughs> my funny. desert island list was mostly uh, 80s action movies, and then I thought, you know, nice. on my desert island, I'm going to want you know some more comfort movies besides all these amazing quality films but yeah that comes in number one uh number two a movie from 2009 uh 94 as well star trek oh my wait which one the so that would be the chris the pine? chris pine zachary oh, quinto wow. original series cast um star trek my mom was a huge is a huge trekkie and like went to Star Trek conventions in high school, and so in my in high school we watched all of the original series because I'm really cool. Wow! And, See, uh, I'm a Star Wars guy. I didn't know this about you. I did not realize. <laughs> I knew there was some undertones of violence between the two of us, and now I know where it stems from. Yeah, you know, so it's good I mean, Star Trek <laughs> is obviously better. You know, Gene Roddenberry is a genius. So I don't. All, every episode is a great story. So, yeah, we could do a Star Trek-themed pod sometime. Maybe Star Trek versus Star Wars. I think our audience would go from yeah, 10 versus... people to 5 people if we were to do Star Trek. So, I, I, don't, I don't know if that... I don't know. I don't know. Trekkies unite, you guys. All right. So, that's, that's those are my 94s. We're going to go into the 80s now. Uh, 2023, this is the only one I have from 2023, the Barbie movie. Nice. Very good. I had, good. To, add, yeah, I had to add it on here. It came out on my birthday. So that's pretty exciting and probably some. That movie was amazing. The movie was absolutely incredible. I, it's too bad we didn't get to talk about it on, on a podcast. Maybe we will someday because, yeah, it's freaking awesome. Maybe. It was so good. I laughed. I cried. I related to all. The, I related to Weird Barbie the most, honestly, uh, as a child. Kate McKinnon, right? Weird Barbie. Yes, and she's great on SNL, so yeah, huge fan. That was great. Nice. Um, Very nice. Now going into kind of what you would expect to be in my desert island, uh, we got we got uh, fourth Pride and Prejudice with a Rotten Tomato score of 87. Um, Cannot say I've ever seen that. The 2005 Keira Knightley version. Sometimes when you're just wanting to watch a nice rom- romance rom-com. Yeah. I guess one wouldn't call it a rom-com, although I tried to have <laughs> it listed as that on the internet, and I was... There's a couple of funny jokes, but it's really it's good. Like- it's one of my favorite books. And since I can't bring books on my desert island, my themes were since I can't bring books or music on my desert island, I picked movies that I could sing along to or that were one of my favorite books. So this is kind of well thought out. Very well yeah. thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My next one. That's it. It's more reason than I put into mine. I was like, this one's cool. <laughs> No, honestly, Kate talked about how she didn't spend any time on this, but I got a picture from her the first night she started researching this, and she had little pieces of paper. Yeah, it was basically like, it's like, it was like always sunny in Philadelphia, like try Charlie Day (laughs) up on the wall. And she's, I know she's stressed. So don't let her confuse. I was really stressed. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with Brendan on the couch raking all of these, and I was telling my family about it. And so over Christmas, we're all sharing our desert island. Yes, I love list. this. So that'll be fun. Nice. Let's go. But, but uh, my my next one, which I don't know if you guys have seen this one, it's from 1954. It got an 86% score on Rotten <laughs> no. Tomatoes, and it is Brigadoon. Brigadoon. Br- I know Schmigadoon. Br- 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 yes, Schmigadoon <laughs> no, is based off of Brigadoon. How about yeah, that? Shrinkadoon, I Brigadoon. thought was not my favorite show. I actually gave up halfway through the season, right. which was a bummer. Cause uh, you you keep going. I have to look Brigadoon. up Brigadoon, but keep going. It's Gene yeah, Kelly, it. and he's on a like trip with his best bro through, I believe, Scotland. Um, he's left <laughs> his big New York, you know, t- I don't know, social life to go on this trip. And he stumbles upon the city that appears every hundred years and falls in love with the girl. And there's amazing music in it that's really cheesy, but I know most of the songs. If this took. So it's a musical. It's a musical. Yes. Yes. If if this took place on Christmas, it would be on the Hallmark Channel right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It could be a Hallmark (laughs) movie for sure. (laughs) 
Ooh, the fashion is pretty good. Brigadier. Like you always wonder how high Gene Kelly's pants are going to be with the fifties fashion. <laughs> <laughs> He's just dancing around with those high waisted pants. <laughs> I love that. There's some good ones there. Nice. Uh, my next one, we're going to kind of get into Dude, another can, musical yeah. here is Anastasia, the animated 1997 Oh my god! Movie. This is so obscure. <laughs> I love, I love yes. this, Kate. Let's go. Rotten Tomatoes score of eighty four percent had Meg Ryan, John Cusack, Angela Lansbury, K- Kirsten Dunst. I think she played young Anastasia in it. Kelsey Grammer and Bernadette Peters. Like, what more would you <laughs> want out of an animated movie? That's quite the lineup. Yeah, <laughs> holy cow! I uh, I loved it so much as a kid that my mom bought it for me for $5 in college and mailed it to me. And then when it debuted on Broadway, oh, I saw amazing. it because they turned it into a Broadway musical. That's amazing. Yes. So good. Get it. Wow. All right. My next one on here, I really wow. debated taking off because I've only seen it once, but it's probably my most listened to like study music soundtrack and it's okay. Interstellar from 2014. Oh, yeah. 73% Dude, it- Rotten Tomatoes. Interstellar's got an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, it does. I it's will score, listen to the anything score, with Hans Zimmer. The, Hans Zimmer's the, plot, the man. The, the plot, not so great. I don't know. It's really depressing, which is why I don't think I... I think I would just turn it on and listen to the music and stress out on my desert island. And if I just needed to have, you know, a really focused fire-starting session, <laughs> that, that's what I'd watch. Yeah, it, if you were in the Survivor Final Four and you needed to yeah. make a fire... But I was on Survivor trying to start that fire... <laughs> interstellar soundtrack i love that (laughs) all right uh my next one is from 2020 and it kind of sums up how 2020 went for me uh eurovision song contest the story of fire saga (laughs) (laughs) what a call what a call i uh i I watched about 10 minutes of that (laughs) So I'm aware of a bit of oh it. Oh my God, how did you not just get hooked? It's so good. <laughs> so my problem is I didn't even know, I, I am so culturally ignorant. I didn't even know Eurovision was a thing aside from that movie. So Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, I, I'm dumb. Well, my friend hosts a Eurovision party every year, so. That's <laughs> awesome. Kate, bring in the culture. I love this. We, <laughs> finally, some culture. One of the one of the hits in that movie is a polka dance, and uh, nice. my dad really wanted to dance to a polka song at our wedding, and <laughs> we danced to "Yaya Ding Dong" from that movie. So, oh Aaron, god. you should watch it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's going back on my list. <laughs> um, the last two, I don't know if you guys have seen these. They're both from 2006. The first one with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 44. Starring oh, Amanda boy. Bynes and Channing Tatum. She's the man. She's the man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. That's I'll a real it. pick right it's, there. Oh, yeah. I watched it somewhat recently, actually, and I could still quote most of it. So, <laughs> Is that the movie that has the immortal line, if you have balls, they itch? Or something along those lines? <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Maybe I'm just making something up. That might have been a dream I had. Who knows? <laughs> She's the man. <laughs> Not for public consumption, that one. That might be. I Let's don't keep know. it moving. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> and then my last one, which was kind of obscure, but I've seen it so many times because I owned it on iTunes, is a Stick nice. It with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 32, starring uh, Jeff Bridges and Missy. Probably said that wrong. Is that a cheerleading movie? It is a gymnastics movie. It's a comedy. Gymnastics movie. That's right. Isn't that the movie? I think I've actually seen, I've seen this, this movie. where Jeff Bridges. I've seen this movie. At some point, jumps on the trampoline and then flies off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything else about that movie, but that joke got me. <laughs> it real really good. hit your funny bone. <laughs> so good. So good. Stick it. So is that like? Is that like a? Does that got like connection to your past, or is it just a good movie? I just watched it so many times in high school, and I think it's so funny. And and I was like, you know what? I'd watch that a lot on my desert island. Uh, so, so no surprise. I had no uh, crossover with Kate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie. no, I, I I stick it. Just barely didn't make my list. Oh my god. I did have some honorable mentions. I have I have to hear your honorable mentions at this point. Okay. 
Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that's on my that's on my go. list. No, actually, it's not. Infinity War. Uh, the second one was Crazy Rich Asians. It's a good one. Terminator nice. 2. Wow. Yep. Begin Again, <laughs> which is an indie yep. Kira Knightley musical with Mark Ruffalo. That's really cute. Yep, I've seen that. All the music is uh, really good. The Illusionist was on my list. No way. Really? No way. The Edward Norton Illusionist, the competitor to The Prestige. Yeah. Yes, it barely made the. It, it got dropped out, but it might go back in eventually. The second and I really debated about that the one. The second and third best music movie, magic movies behind Now You See Me. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Maybe. Uh, and then the last honorable mention was uh, Field of Dreams. Okay, man, you're throwing out some classics. It's gonna yeah, but I'm on my desert really island. Little... I want. I want nothing that's going to make me think. I want comfort movies. So they all got booted. I. That's a great point. I f- and I am disappointed. I don't have anything with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Honestly, I looked up his entire, <laughs> his entire IMDb. And I still couldn't put anything on there. Besides maybe Moana, which I already had Anastasia. So I didn't need it. Wow. Just wow. I know. It's nice. it really hard. I'm going to read my list, and I feel like a 13-year-old boy with this list compared to the culture and class <laughs> of, Kate, of Kate's. But it's happening. Mine right was now. classy. I don't think it was. So, well, okay. I don't know that <laughs> Eurovision is like super classy, but it's it's classy. <laughs> you need to go watch it. Uh, I, I will. I will. I, this, I, this I promise you. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to I'm going to go through mine. I've got Dune, which is my most recent ad. I actually initially hated it because it's t- really technically only half of a movie, which still pisses the me off. Best half movie. It's the best half of a movie of all time until oh, until yeah. the new oh, Spider-Man yeah. movie, also just half of a movie. Um I've I've got Pulp Fiction, I've got Vegas Vacation, oh, yeah. almost got replaced by Christmas Vacation every every Christmas season, I'm like, ah, oh, I like that one better. No, Vegas Vacation. The Town, Wedding Crashers. Oh, that one was on mine. Yeah, you were talking about you were talking about that one. I was like, ooh, we might have overlap, but it's so good. Uh, the Departed. <laughs> and then my two uh two Marvel movies, Thor Ragnarok, which is still oh, still hanging on. I almost had that one too. It's still hanging on here. Uh Avengers Infinity War as previously stated. Goodfellas, nice. which is probably my favorite movie of all time. And then uh, Fight Club, just because I love looking at Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt looking just looking like a rock. So good, so sexy. Derek, mm. I haven't seen six of your movies. Really? Oh man, you haven't seen Fight Club? No. Did I see your finger go up for Fight Club? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. We should, probably, we should probably do a Fight Club pod. Yeah, that there's a lot of things to say about Fight Club. Except, except for can't talk about Fight Club. That's the first. That's rule. the problem. That's true. That is true. It'd be the world's shortest pod. <laughs> so mine, uh, I actually made two edits while you guys were going through yours because wow. um, we talked about nostalgia and it made me realize that. Well, whatever. I'm going to go through also, and I like the idea of going uh, Rotten Tomato score down. And my latest edition is the highest ranking Rotten Tomato score at a 95. Spider Man. Is it Paddington Two? Pa- Spider Man. Half a movie yep. across the Spider Verse. That movie was incredible. It. Um, it is really good. Then I go to, it's very, it's fantastic. I cannot, cannot, legitimately cannot wait for the next one to to wrap that up. That's is that the most recent so one? Yeah, across the Spider Verse. The one from yes. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah across the Spider Verse. It's the Sony animated one, and it's just so inventive and fun, and it's so full of character, yeah. and it's just so good. Um, so it, one step down from that in terms of Rotten Tomatoes at 94, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Ooh, also movie. at 94, Avengers Endgame. Uh, so that's two Marvel movies, one MCU, one not. Um, we're going to go into three because the next one is The Avengers. And then four because the next one is Infinity War. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, then we then we kind of step away from that for a little while. Uh Tropic Thunder will always have a soft spot in my heart. Oh, That's yeah. at 82 on Rod Tomatoes. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, similar. Fight Club, The Other Guys, one of my favorite comedies of all time. <laughs> and it's so the good. Nostalgia. <laughs> it's such a good one. The nostalgia pick that um, I would not have said until I had kids, Cars. I've already seen it 100 times. I might as well watch it another 100 <laughs> yeah, there times. You go. There you go. <laughs> the original Cars 1. Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-chow. 
I could do the whole movie without the movie, um, so it's good. So, Kate, uh, well, so, real quick, Kate, something, and all the new listeners out there may not know this about Aaron. Aaron is a super Marvel fan. Like, yeah, insane, oh. insane Marvel fan. Dressing up for premieres, goes to every single one the day of the release. I've been to a number of release movies with him since we started this pod. Never mind, this is the first episode. This is the first <laughs> episode we've ever done. Uh, yeah, and we've still still seen several movies yeah, since yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, though. So, um, yeah, he's a huge Marvel fan, so something to know about him. Which you know, hence he's got four. Four, Aaron, four in your. There was four, four, yeah, three MCU and then one Spider-Man movie, so, which is references the MCU. Yeah. So it's MCU adjacent at the very least, uh, and we're going to continue that because my roundtable. Let's go. Actually, I, I kind of want to go through real quick because I originally had to have a different roundtable until some news came out that we'll get the chance to talk about. But this is weird to me, so I want to bring it up anyways. Twenty years ago, alongside Elf, our main topic for today, there was nothing. Nothing good. 2023 was a crappy year in movies. If you go to Google and you type in 2023 in mm, movies. 2003. 2003. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> my bad. You get you get starting right off with Hulk by Eric, the Eric Bana Hulk Oh, movie. dear God. Not a good start. Hey, one of my almost movie list debuted in 2023. Yeah. I got you too. What it's a girl wants. What a girl wants. Okay. I'm sorry. I haven't seen what a girl wants. No. But I have seen a lot of the other movies on this list, and they're terrible. Okay, go on. Hold on. Too fast, go too furious. It. Amazing. Can't believe. Like how to lose a guy in ten days. Yes. Preach. Preach. Legally Blonde two. Okay. Get get out of here. Yeah, they, that's what the thing is. It's sequels to other movies that weren't that bad. Lord of the Ring. Terminator. Return of the King. Lord of the Rings. It's Three. one of the greatest movies of all time. That's one of the good ones. It came out on December seventeenth. It barely counts. <laughs> but you have killed the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, that one sucks. You have you have yeah. X two, which was a good one. You have Ben Affleck's Daredevil, At- terrible. Italian job, Mark Wahlberg, uh, The Last Samurai, old school. All- it's on Guy One's uh, Desert Island. Okay, old school is good. Daddy Daycare, The Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers and Bad Santa, Johnny English and Agent Cody Banks. You have the League of Extraordinary Freaking Gentlemen. This I year, love that. I kinda, low key, I kind of like that movie. <laughs> Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> 2003. Maybe it's maybe it's a great year for movies. Hot take. Charlie's oh, Angels. Laura Crater. Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. The second Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Nobody watched that movie. No I, good. I watched 2003 that movie. was a crappy year for movies. I, I, it's a hot take. Mm, no, I it's a hot take. Laura, I don't think it, I think it's an easy cold Return take. of the King won. What was the like, what was the best picture movie in 2003? Let's look it up. Uh, it's the been, penis 100% uh, 100% the, the penis Chicago oh it's the penis right Chicago <laughs> can you pronounce that just slightly less no, slightly less phallic Chicago I can't actually yeah I am incapable uh, 2003 2003 best picture we can all look it up winner it's gonna be Chicago Chicago. Have you guys seen the penis I I've, I've not seen the penis so. recently no it's no. really good it's it's a very good movie so you're saying if you were to show me the pianist, I'd be like, man, Derek showed me the pianist, and it was it was way better than I was expecting. The the runtime is a little long for for my taste, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's a good it's a good oh, movie. Golly. It's a very good movie. We could we could edit out any mentions of pianists, right? <laughs> Your mom's listening, Derek. Oh no, sorry, mom. Oh no, sorry, mom. Oh no, so, it's my actual roundtable. Unfortunately, Marvel has a Jonathan Majors hole in their multiverse saga plans. Jonathan Majors, it turns out, cast as a bad guy, might be kind of a bad yeah. guy. You, um, hey, Aaron. Convicted for. Aaron, would a few would you say that What's Marvel that? has a Majors problem? I, I think I literally just said that, yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, no, I stuff. saw this news too. It's a huge bummer. Uh, did you watch Loki season yeah. two, Aaron? I think you were watching, weren't you? Oh yeah, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. He's phenomenal in season two, and I don't think Kate. I, yeah. Kate, I'm pretty sure you weren't watching Loki, if if I recall. I've seen the first season. I haven't seen the second season yeah. yet. Yeah, and he's great in the finale of season one. But he's in all of mm-hmm. season two, yep. and he's awesome. So this is a huge, huge blow. It is the multiverse yeah. though, so they could replace him, right? Like. 
They can you can yeah. yada yada that away and be like, oh, it's the multiverse. He's actually looks like this in all these other cases, but it's a bummer. He's, so that, yeah, he's, that's the he's, thing. He's a transformative actor, and he just ruined his career because he's uh, a bad guy. Kind of yeah, bad dude. Uh, so that was my question: was recast Kang or replace Kang? Re- Which would you prefer to see? Recast. I think that they have to keep. They have to stick to the Kang Dynasty. Uh, storyline because it's also a huge part of secret wars or no mm-hmm. is that the one that's down yeah, the road that's right. secret wars that's the yeah. one so he's a huge yeah. part of that so i i liked the direction they were trying dr. to go doom was also a huge part of that and dr doom is kind of the the rumor if they're gonna go to someplace else they're just gonna go straight to dr doom but do you think they would ever replace a villain with an already existing character like go through an arc that they are actually the villain. And maybe that doesn't make any like, sense. But I, mean, I could see that. Like like saying uh like uh like saying the Scarlet Witch is actually knew the big bad guy. Yeah. Kind of like they did with um Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Spoilers for that movie that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that That movie gets un that movie's good. Yeah, but I mean they could get away with recasting him because I mean the whole Spider Man multiverse there were different Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. So it wouldn't be that big of a stretch. Kind of. So Derek's right. I was the biggest Marvel fan. I had one of the premier <laughs> Google Sheets de- delineating the actual like uh, in-universe canon timeline order of how you should watch the movies. Um, that was that was a thing that I maintained for years and years. And eventually, when they closed out the um, the Infinity War, uh, the Infinity Saga, I was like, ah. I just I think I'm gonna have to be out. I don't think this can be such a big part of my identity anymore. And um, then, like at the end of Loki, when Jonathan Majors came out and was like, "Hey, I'm the man at the end of time," I was like, "Oh no, oh no, guys, I'm back That's in. The I'm back That's in. That's the gambit. That's the gambit." <laughs> so yeah, it's a real bummer that the guy that actually actively brought me back into the fold is is gone. It sucks. You know, it sucks. It sucks for his girlfriend or whatever it was. I, I didn't read into the story, but it just it sucks that he's gone. And I hope that we get a new Kang. There are plenty of good options out there. John David Washington is one that I've seen thrown around a lot that I'm like, yeah, and just to be that. totally clear, co- to be co- totally clear, we all condemn Jonathan Majors for beating his wife or his girlfriend. Right. To be clear. Not a fan of Jonathan Majors, the person. He should be in trouble and should not get work. But Jonathan Majors, the actor, Accurate. is was very, very good. But I just want to be clear. This bad, this bad podcast guy. does not condone domestic violence in any way whatsoever. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, Kate, that's a strong stance. Do you want to come out against that? I, I just got to say, I had no idea what you guys were talking about, and I was Googling on the side. While you were talking, yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's not, <laughs> good. not good. Not a good thing. Yeah. You guys ready to jump into that main topic? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Main topic: Elf, the twentieth anniversary of release. This was a twenty twenty. <laughs> nope. Nope. This still not. Still not twenty twenty three. And uh, we are hitting the twentieth uh, anniversary of what I consider to be the most. Kind of like the most quintessential modern-ish classic, although 20 years ago is not that not that new. But before we get into it, I'd like uh, to ask you, Derek, can you give me a synopsis for anybody who's had their head in a hole for the past 20 years and not seen this, this, uh, this wonderful yeah, movie? Yeah, spoiler-free. Spoiler-freeze. And then spoiler. We will clearly say, okay, spoilers are about to happen, so if you're really worried about being spoiled on the movie Elf, you can, you can move forward confidently. Um, until we tell yeah, you that's right. To. Okay, let's let's hit it. Elf is a 2003 movie starring Will Ferrell, directed by John Favreau, before his ascension into Marvel and Star Wars fame, not Star Trek. Will Ferrell plays Buddy the Elf, an orphan baby who mistakenly ends up at the North Pole after ending up in Santa's toy bag one Christmas Eve. Buddy is raised by the elves, who can pump out toys at a much more efficient rate than himself, and views Papa Elf as a father figure. When Buddy discovers that his biological human father is in New York City, he sets off on an adventure to find his father. Buddy meets Zoe Deschanel along the way, rocking what I can only call orange hair. <laughs> so bad. As he attempts to as he attempts to reconcile with his father and potentially change New York City forever by spreading Christmas cheer. I love it. I love that was it. a great synopsis. Kate, what was your what's your what's your history with uh, with Elf, Kate? Well, 
I feel like the only other time I saw it was in theaters and maybe one time since then. Wow. That's wow. shocking. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, my family's go-to Christmas movies are Die Hard and It's and a Wonderful Life. <laughs> uh, hang on. Do you guys have a cool family? Is that the problem? <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> we're watching Elf every year, man. No, I mean, I haven't seen Elf in a long time. So it was fun it, to rewatch it, like it to but it? at the same time, I it was kind of like watching Anchorman as an adult. <laughs> like, I didn't find it as funny as I thought I was going to. <laughs> uh, big grimacing right here. Derek, what do you thought, man? Um, so... When we were trying to decide what movie to do, I was pumping Gremlins incredibly hard. Uh, I was also <laughs> down to do Die Hard because I hate Will Ferrell. I have always hated Will Ferrell. You were Ferrell. the one who crapped all over Die Hard in the group text. Yeah, I, I, I might have. I might have. Is it, a, it might not be a Christmas movie. That's a debate for another time. It is. It is. For another time. I, I, okay. This movie was number four on HBO, which is where I watched it. Right behind it, number five, Gremlins. Number seven, Christmas Vacation. Nice. Two Christmas movies that are leaps and bounds better than this pile of shit movie. <laughs> this, un, this unfunny jump, oh, dumpster fire. No. The physical comedy by Will Ferrell is is worse than Jim Carrey in his prime, which is saying something, because that was terrible in hindsight. Whoa. Shots fired. The, the, the fact that James Caan, who used to play, who played Sonny Corleone in The Godfather, signed up for this movie just shows his career was over and the fact that zoe deschanel came out of this movie like and still had a career is shocking this movie sucks so much uh, yeah I'll agree i with turned you on this that. on last night just begrudgingly and i'm t- i'm t- i'm texting my wife and i'm talking to my wife this sucks this sucks this sucks <laughs> all that said all that said i hadn't watched this movie in like five years it does it's timeless in that you don't you could watch yeah. this movie 20 years from now and it's not going to feel like it's 40 years old. There's nothing in the movie mm-hmm. that's like, "Oh, that's like a really old reference" or "Oh, that that technology doesn't exist anymore." It's it's a bottled movie that will can always exist forever and you got to appreciate that. I I figured there was going to be a bunch of old references that that were like, "Oh, this is stupid, this is terrible," but it it holds up. The story is good. The story is good. It just unfortunately has Will Ferrell in it, who is a who is an unfunny. <laughs> so were insert you always bad word. In the I hate Will Ferrell camp. I've been, or or is that something that you came to, like everybody else in the world, <laughs> eventually? There's not like a single Will Ferrell movie that you find funny. I I think that he's funny in uh, Austin Powers. Eurovision. Austin Powers at. <laughs> in uh when he plays Fez. when he plays number two doesn't he play number two in one of the awesome powers movies oh, that's right, number two. where he's, where he's a background Fez. character just doing one-liners i thought he was pretty funny on saturday night live except for when he did physical comedy which i think is just stupid i think it's terrible the way he does it <laughs> um but like blades of glory everybody's like funniest movie ever i'm like you're not my friend anymore <laughs> I, I mean step like step brothers is fine but it's because John C. Riley's hilarious, and the parents, the two parents who are that guy and that girl who I never, I can't name them. Actually, that girl in this movie, same, yeah, same that. mom, it, same mom in this movie. Like, whoa, yeah, they're great. But like Will Ferrell, I, yeah, no, I, I have not been a Will Ferrell fan. I will likely never be a Will Ferrell fan. So your Eurovision is not in your. It's not in my future. Uh, it's not in your. <laughs> it's not. I didn't uh, know he was in Eurovision. Okay. I I told Kate I was going to watch it. I said it. I guarantee I'll do that for you. I I'm out. I'm not watching Eurovision. I'm sorry, Kate. No, you have to watch it. You to cross that off this list I wrote right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm out on Eurovision. So Aaron, what, I, what, man, tell us about your your past with Elf. I watched this movie when it came out. I was like, this was great. This was delightful. It's not a great like. It's not changing your life good. It's just it's it's warm milk. If for the it is chicken noodle soup for the soul. You watch this movie and you're like, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna watch this endearing, lovable oaf. I I went into it thinking like this is gonna be a great family movie. I put it on. I've got a five year old. I've got a three year old, and they both f-ing hated it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, with Derek. I was wrong, I guess. I thought it was, was for everybody, but now I'm kind of wondering, well, actually, who was this for? <laughs> it was for me. I still enjoyed it after a certain point, but I'll tell you, I forgot. There are a lot of people in this movie that I just totally forgot were in it. We have Kyle yeah. Gass of Tenacious D fame. Uh-huh. Andy Richter of Conan O'Brien yes. fame, John Favreau, the director slash director of Iron Man slash chef himself, Peter Dinklage, and Amy Sedaris, who shows up in The Mandalorian, amongst a lot of other things. And I was just kept being like, oh, I forgot that she was in this. I forgot they were in that. But I, I got to say, is it possible to spoil Elf? Should we just go right into spoilers? Yeah, yeah we could do that. That's it. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn! Einhorn is a man! Oh my god! So spoil this movie for us, Derek. Alright. Struggling inventor Randall Peltzer visits a Chinatown antique store, hoping to find a Christmas present for his son Billy. Despite warnings from the shop owner, he steals a mysterious animal named a Mogwai and brings it home for his son. Billy names the Mogwai Gizmo, but is warned to follow three rules. One, keep them out of the bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill them. Two, keep them away from the water. Three, never feed them after midnight. Despite these warnings, Billy stupidly knocks a glass of water onto Gizmo, creating multiple copies of itself. Even dumber yet, he accidentally feeds them after midnight when the smartest of the group, Spike, turns off his (laughs) alarm clock. What ensues is mass chaos. Many more duplications of Mogwai who develop human-like hilarious characteristics. All this culminates in a showing of the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarves at a local movie theater before the final showdown between Billy Gizmo and Spike. Gremlins, which is the movie we should have watched. Uh, <laughs> very good. We maybe should have watched Gremlins. <laughs> or Gremlins 2 in New York City. It's... I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever seen a Gremlins movie. I think when I was a kid, they scared me, me and then I just haven't ever come around to it. I'm so disappointed in both of you. Gremlins is so good. <laughs> Episode 2, Gremlins. It's coming out. I don't know if I'm ready after that synopsis, though. <laughs> You're in after that synopsis, right? You're like, oh, shoot, that sounds wild. There's a, yeah. I don't have a ton to say, honestly, in spoilers. <laughs> I would like to, to start maybe by saying I'm beginning to think this isn't a true story. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, I think you might be right. Um, I, so I noticed, for one thing, when he chugged that two-liter bottle and then does the big burp, the bottle didn't collapse under the vacuum that was left by the departing soda. Mm. So that, that was just a, like a little detail. And um, so... So not a documentary. Correct. So there might have been some CGI, but the actual story itself could be true. <laughs> Although, I oh, mean, 100%. I'll tell you, I did the math so you guys wouldn't have to. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the movie, he decides to walk to New York City. Uh, yeah. Would you like to know the distance? <laughs> really quickly. Would you like to know the distance of the magnetic North Pole to the city of New York City? Yes, please. <laughs> like you specify the magnetic North Pole as opposed to the the Santa's Santa's Workshop North Pole. I assume they're <laughs> in the same place. I don't know. Who am I to say? Thirty two hundred miles. Uh. So seven hundred. The closest oh, landmass to the magnetic North Pole is seven hundred miles. So he starts with a trip on a little piece of ice for presumably 700 miles that would take him approximate between 10 and 20 days depending on currents and he's got no food no water Hmm. he's wearing that same stupid elf costume i assume that thing is just disgusting which it's magical derek (laughs) it's magical and he knows all the woodland creatures and narwhals and they're helping find him fish to eat okay i don't understand how you can't figure this out also at the beginning of the movie it had just been christmas so it took him a while to get there. Because then true. by the time he gets there, it's basically Christmas again. Yeah. Also, <laughs> 700 miles divided by three miles per hour, the average walking pace of a human adult is less than 10 days at 233 hours and 20 minutes. No. So that is totally survivable. What I'm saying, that's, sev- I wanna that's know- when he's on the ice thing where he's clearly traveling slower than three miles an hour or three nautical but he miles He might have had help. He might have had help. He might have had Narwhal help. Okay, I grant you that. Then he gets to land. He has another... Bye, buddy. I hope, hope you find your dad. Best best quote of the movie, by the way. <laughs> hope you find your dad. <laughs> then he has another 2,500 miles to walk to the Lincoln... To get to the Lincoln Tunnel to get to New York City. That's 50 days. Mm. This dude's not surviving. Mm. So are we sure this is real? He's eating that gum. That's how he survived. Oh, that was so disgusting. <laughs> I ate it. That was just... That he's, was using, so he's using that pocket syrup. The up the sleeve yeah, that syrup. Was, That's good yeah. stuff. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, syrup. So obviously he was able to keep himself alive. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously somebody can survive on syrup and narwhal fish for 60, 70 days. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know. Syrup is calories. I want to know why calories. Santa and Papa Elf let him leave to have that journey alone when they could have just dropped him off. Take the sleigh, drop him off. I feel like there's some plot holes, <laughs> is all I got to say. <laughs> why didn't they just fly on the giant eagles to Mount Doom and throw the, the one ring of power in? I, yeah, Great I movie from 2003. Why? <laughs> it's about the journey, Kate. It's about the journey. So uh, so the, the listeners may, may not know, uh, Aaron is six foot nine. He is not a short man. Will Ferrell. Okay, where are you going with this? Will Ferrell, six foot three. When he's at yes. the North Pole with all the elves and they do the montage of him being super tall and like he's too tall for the shower, but he can reach all the stuff, but he's he can't fit through doors. Wait, was there something funny going on in there? I, I I'm just asking. Is that not normal? <laughs> how how relatable was that scene for you? Uh, I mean, I cried at several points in this movie, and that was one of them. Um, that does kind of maybe make me like this movie a little better. Have you seen these toilets? They're ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a good line. Him in the shower is is about accurate. I could imagine. Yeah. There's times when I'm in a shower. There's times when I'm in a shower where I'm like, "This is this head. This head of the shower is too low," and then I think, "Aaron is like a foot taller than me." <laughs> uh, that's funny. So I've seen this movie a lot of times. Kate, you, it seems like you hadn't seen it for for quite a while, but yeah. just general impression of the story. Do you remember? Did you remember how it went? Yeah, yeah, I remembered. I remembered like the general synopsis. I had kind of forgotten some of the details, like the entire time where he gets kicked out of the Empire State Building. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I totally had spaced on the Peter Dinklage thing. Oh, um, great cameo. <laughs> yeah, Tyrion Lannister. And, uh, I remember Zoe Deschanel. I had forgotten, though, that she had horrible, horrible hair. Oh, my God. Kate. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what she or anyone in that casting area was thinking when they were like, you know what you should do? Chop all your hair off and dye it and strip it all down and turn it somewhat orange. <laughs> They'll totally believe you should be blonde. <laughs> it was like an orange color. Yeah, when she was in the shower singing, it was like her roots were just terrible. Oh, it's so gross. Is this just what girls wore their hair like back in 2003, Kate? Can you give us a little insight? I don't really know <laughs> because I was pretty young. <laughs> I don't know either, to be fair. But you know what we should do? Google all famous girl bands. And see what the fashion was like and the hairstyles were like. And I bet she was pretty in line with that. Um, yeah, I guess bleaching your hair blonde, that was a whole phase. I was just surprised by that and the fact that some stranger just shows up in the girl's locker room and she still goes on a date with him. Like, I just had a lot of problems with that whole story. I agree. <laughs> Including like, uh... I wrote, hey, babe, I mean, I get it. You're working your job at the mall and that probably is not great being in New York. But like, want to come live at the North Pole with me at the end? I'm with you. What? Buddy should be in jail. I wrote down. Yes, bathroom he's scene. a creeper. Bathroom scene. Put Buddy in jail. It's Yeah. But baby, it's cold outside. Also, you know what I did think, though, watching this movie? I learned a lot about uh, maybe the type of management style I need to adapt. And that is whatever he did to get an entire break dance, like montage going in the mailroom. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because I don't feel like anybody could put, have put that together in the short amount of time that Buddy the Elf was given to get everyone on that really loud floor all on the same page of, you know, what we should do. <laughs> get a dance circle and dance it out choreographed guys. dance out i what i actually learned from that scene that kate good. is all things are possible with alcohol which is great because i was already Dude, living under the true. same premise so which in a kid's it's, movie it's was a little dark you're my best friend you're my best friend. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the uh so what I, I i think i noticed on this that i had never picked up before i'm a big um unabashed almost honestly put it on my um desert island list fan of the movie yes man with jim carrey Derek's uh hated comedian i guess and in this movie buddy and zoe deschanel's character who's by the name was jovi i don't remember them ever saying her name but they go out on a date 
and it's set to You Make Me Feel So Young. And she sees life through the eyes of somebody who's not jaded and old and um, learns to go, oh, I like this. This person is showing me the thing I forgot, that, that life is a playground. That life is a playground is a quote from the movie Yes Man, where Zoe Deschanel's character wow. fulfills that exact same role for Jim Carrey, who forgot that life was supposed to be fun. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. She learned this in this movie and then decided to flip the script in that movie. Yeah. And then her career took her to New Girl, where she did decide life should be fun. <laughs> and with better hair. Yeah. Are we going to need a douchebag jar for this for this podcast? <laughs> um, yeah, potentially. Uh, we might. I, I will say this this movie does not pass the Bechtel test. Ooh. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah that... Can we talk about... Speaking of women in this movie, can we talk about the little girl just in her room late at night watching the news? Yeah, what is she doing? <laughs> that really bothered me. What is she doing watching the news? <laughs> what is she? What are her parents thinking? Anything could be on the news. She's also wow. like seven. That's so wow. true, Katie. What a great also, observation. Also, why did her parents wow. put a TV in her room? That's it's amazing. 2003. <laughs> that's, that's, that's incredible. An, that's an excellent point. I, I, I honestly, I am a full blown adult, and I don't. I have never watched the news. I have never turned a TV on <laughs> and said, "Hey, I'm going to turn on to ABC. It's eight thirty. I'm going to watch the news." That's yeah. That's something my parents like, do. I'm a full grown oh. adult, and I've never had a TV in my room. Oh, that's just sad. That yeah, sounds same. like guy one. That's not like guy one. I, I I like to sleep at night, Derek. I don't know about you, man, but. I I don't know. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about? There's a couple of things that I like. A weird joke I never noticed uh, in the news report that shows Buddy walking through Central Park. Like, Will Ferrell is clearly doing, like, a Bigfoot walk. Yeah, Sasquatch, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the deal with that was. I never picked up on that before, but weird little detail. Um, I found the, the jack-in-the-box I, scene very relatable. I don't know if the last time you guys did me. a jack-in-the-box. And then and it jumps out. I, I find that very relatable. Da, 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 Kate's cat, da. cat yes, Kate's cat joining yeah. us. Uh, a question for that's Gary. I have a, oh, that was Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> Gary is he yeah. named after the town in Indiana? No, he's named off of SpongeBob. <laughs> and this Gary. is Gary. Oh, oh. I guess maybe my. I was going to show you my cat, but she ran away. <laughs> oh, you guys are cat people. That's disgusting. So I guess my question for you guys is: Is Walter, who plays the dad, is he good at his job? No. Because he he seems to have a position of power, but is he good? Yeah, it's two thousand three, Derek. The, uh, <laughs> the patriarchy was well was no, alive. The patriarchy. <laughs> Walter is so bad um, at his job. He he's like two pa- yeah, he seems not pages. There's pages missing in that How children's can he be story. Good at your job? Ah, who cares? We could go send it. We don't need <laughs> the end of the story. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, Derek. He didn't even have a computer. Oh my God, you're right. His office was Ooh. nothing but a phone. I have the biggest question, just... and I've always thought this, is how did anyone get any work done without a computer? What do you do at your desk? I don't Everyone get can it. see I don't you. Know. Everyone can see you. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, it... I can't figure it out, but obviously Buddy's dad that. didn't either because he had to work on Christmas <laughs> Eve, and he published a bad book, Yeah. and he then tried That's to true. steal ideas. Yeah, let's talk about that. That was a little messed up, right? You can't. That was messed just up. And they never really like. They never really like. He he just left the pitch early. Like he didn't wasn't like. Oh, sorry, I like stole right. these ideas. They clearly still. They clearly still stole that idea and profited off he of it. Intent. They paid him for his services. We don't know the details of that contract. Maybe he, they were entitled. And stole his idea book. He left it in the bathroom. <laughs> I I once maybe a tribe of asparagus children and they're self conscious about the way their pee smells. Could I mean, be if half That's... of Tenacious D stole my book of children's <laughs> book ideas, I feel like that could be a really good album. Actually, so. I, I was just going to say I actually did steal Kate's book of ideas, and I I was mortified. <laughs> 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 I will never be the same. <laughs> Don't make an enemy, Derek. Don't make an yeah, enemy. Good call. Good call. I, it was, they were great ideas. Kate. Very great good. All right, <laughs> uh, you guys ready to go to shout outs? Yeah. I don't... Oh yeah. I think the movie's fine. I think the movie's fine. It's fine. I, I, one, Would I watch it again in the near future? No. 
Maybe another 10 years. I may never watch this movie again. And I, I said it's fine. <laughs> That's a lie. This is a one-star movie for me. One star out of five. <laughs> Whoa, it's so, one it's star. So we didn't give gold stars. Hey, you want to throw out a number of... Yeah, do you want to throw out a number of gold stars? I forgot that was even a thing that we were hypothetically maybe going to do. I do want to say I'm very disappointed in the Rotten Tomatoes score of this movie. I have a whole thing. We could do a whole other podcast on how I feel about Rotten Tomatoes. Can't wait. Uh, we should. Because I did a PowerPoint mm-hmm. night, and that was my PowerPoint, was how I disagree wholeheartedly with every Rotten Tomatoes rating pretty much on the planet. Well, the lowest out. Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, in my desert island was Cars at 75. So how you got to a 40 is beyond me. That's, that's You did hear her list, right? Just, just saying. <laughs> I did. I did. Stick it. Stick Elf, it. Her. 86%. 86%. So I'm in the majority that's here, wild. folks. That's a wild, Woo! wild score. And yet, Master of Disguise gets 1%. All I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. You might not turtly enough for the Turtle Club. Yeah, uh, everyone knows that line. Good. Get it gets one percent. <laughs> All I gotta say, um, you know what? For another uh, time. Everybody knows the line Francisco. That's fun to say. Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> You're sitting on a throne of lies. Another good quote. Kate, how many gold stars out of five? <laughs> Can I give mm-hmm. zero? Yep. I'll give one. Yeah. I'll give one. I didn't immediately. St- I mean, hey. here's the thing. On the scale of all the bad Christmas movies I watch every year, yeah. I'll give it one. But the whole montage of the date really made me cringe. It was bad. It was really bad. Aaron, gold stars. I will give this uh, three gold stars because even in spite of myself, I still got like a little bit of chill when Walter believes in the spirit of Christmas and the, the Santa's sleigh flies. Yeah, I mean, real talk. Real talk, it's that just... end is beautiful. It really is. The movie's wholesome. The, 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 the end of the so movie, wholesome. when Zoe Deschanel starts singing, uh, Santa Claus coming to town, mm-hmm. and everybody starts joining in. Yeah, it's a beautiful moment. We sang that as a family. One star. In my fa- Still one star. <laughs> Until Buddy has a child, and then you're like, oh no. Oh yeah, that was weird too. Oh man. <laughs> Didn't like it. Yeah. I did. Didn't that like was it. was so yeah. weird. And then he sits on Papa Elf's lap. I don't even oh, want to get god. into it. Oh my god. <laughs> this this Movie. Derek, what's your sh- what's your shout out? Uh, my shout out, Survivor season forty five. I we oh yeah oh yeah we got I got Kate to start watching. Well, a group of us at work are all watching. Oh, no, yeah, she is she is conforming. In She's it. in. We're down to five people left. The finale is actually tomorrow night, uh, December twentieth. So by the time this comes out, there will be a winner that's announced. Kate, who do you think is going to win? Ooh. All right, I'm between two. I haven't finished it out yet. And, Jarek, you're probably going to yell at me for these two because, but I've thought through all of the logic. Okay. I think it's going to be Julie. Wow. Or Jake. Wow. I, I could see Julie winning. I don't see there's a possible way that Jake could ever win in a million years. I think it's going to be they go to tribal with five. Jake uses his, his idol if he's smart, which that's still up for debate whether he's going to tell someone he has it. Yep. But if they all vote for him and he fires, he's going to take D out. He's going to take D out. That'd be a big be the move. Four of them. Katora, I have no confidence in her winning any challenge. No, she will not win a challenge, but she she can interview like the like next to the best of them. But will she even make it to that point? I don't think she will. I don't know. I don't know. I th- so I think she's out. And then I think it's going to be Austin, Julie, and Jake. And then who knows between those three. All right. And I think Julie, I think Julie's potentially made half the jury mad. So I think it could be Jake. I don't think it'll be Austin. I think he played too easy of a game. Yeah. I think it's D. Uh, I think D's going to get yeeted. Yeet that. Yeeted. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my shout out. I, I, I freaking love Survivor. Uh, Richard, uh, who, who used to be on a podcast, a different podcast with us. Again, this is the first episode, so no previous <laughs> podcast existed. <laughs> Uh, huge Survivor fan. He's been watching along with us. Uh, I, he was supposed to come over for a Survivor party tomorrow night. He's not going to make it. Uh, power listener uh, Danielle Fuller, who I Dude! had the opportunity. Shout out. Is she in the uh, final five? She, she, I had the opportunity to see her over the last weekend. She also thinks D is going to win. And power listener D is uh, usually <laughs> right about this stuff. So uh, shout out to, to, to power listener D. Very good. Should I get in on Survivor? Yeah. I, I say knowing the answer. <laughs> yes, obviously. Yeah. Yes. But never li- listen but, to anything but will Quentin I? tells you because he's always wrong. Shout out Quentin. 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 <laughs> Quentin. 
<laughs> shout out, Quentin. Uh, Kate, what's your what's your shout out? Is My shout out, which I understand is supposed to be something that I read or watched recently to shout out. Is that mm-hmm, correct? That's perfect. All right, yeah, cool. Go for it. Uh, I just finished a book I love to read, and I uh, just finished one that my mom gave me that's also going to be this new book club I joined this next book called Lessons in Chemistry. And mm. it's a recently, I believe it's an Apple TV show. That's right. Yes, it is. Um, with Brie Larson. And so I'm excited now that I finished the book to start that um, and see how I like it. I've heard from people that it's very different from the book, but the couple of things that they've said is different about it. I think good choices. So we'll see. I'll have a whole nother synopsis of next shout out of whether I liked the show too, but it's a great book. If anyone wants to read it. Brie Larson and who? I don't. She's like the only one. So, So it follows her throughout her life. And I don't know what the book's like, but it feels really choppy. The the okay. TV show it kind of like jumps her through through a whole bunch of uh, different points in her life. The book's kind of like that okay. too. Okay, so that makes yeah. sense. So there's different people. Mm-hmm. There's like there's usually like a, a main character in each or in each episode, basically. So like the first one focuses on uh, on one of her relationships, um, and then ends with like the wildest twist of all time. <laughs> The first episode uh, won't spoil it. I'm only four episodes in, though. Uh, I did stop because my my wife. Hmm. It's one of those things where my wife's like, "I thought we were watching that together." It's like, oh, okay, I'll stop, <laughs> and we'll never freaking watch this show because our stupid child requires so much attention. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, that's real talk yeah, right there. That yeah, is. It's hard to it's hard to watch shows when you That's, have kids. Well, I I had to Google whether the dog dies because I was not going to finish the book if the dog died. So happy to tell you, Derek, <laughs> you don't have to worry about the dog dying. Okay, good because the dog is prominent in the show. He's the best. Yeah. He might be the best character besides Bree herself, right? Well, debatable. Captain Marvel, she, is. is she a dog that knows nine hundred and thirty-six? Um, that's a that's a spoiler. That's a TV show spoiler. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Kate. <laughs> thanks a lot uh, speaking of the, the patriarchy that, that's kind of, that, that whole show is is kind of her fighting against uh social norms of men and women in 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 science mm. so yeah good show i i will defend brie larson until the day i die i think she's oh i great. love um, brie larson which you wouldn't normally hear right before somebody who tells you their shout out involves Rick and Morty. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty season seven finale just dropped. Um, I've been watching Rick and Morty since like season two or three or so. And season three is kind of widely regaled as like one of the best seasons. Yeah. And yep. Um, this, for some reason for me, season seven uh, so they they lost one of their like main dudes. The voice of Rick and Morty is no longer. Yeah, didn't in the he show. get in trouble? Kind of a uh, yeah. He got canceled. He got canceled. Yeah, he got he got very canceled, like Jonathan Majors. Put them on a shelf. They're gone. That's a major problem for but for Marvel. They, I don't think they're going to be able to replace Jonathan Majors as easily and effectively as they replaced Justin Roiland, which was his name. That's crazy. The, re- the replacement they didn't cha- they didn't change the voices. They just got sound alikes. And immediately, I was like, totally, they sound the same to me. Nothing changed. Nothing changed in the writing. Nothing changed in the delivery. The shows, I thought it was like, they have done everything that I can think of in terms of science fiction tropes. They've got to be done. But this might have been the, the best season, in my opinion. Okay. It's not a common opinion, I don't think. I, I checked it online. People don't seem to agree with me. But I think this is strength after strength after strength. I think this this season was great. Um, might have been the best that it's ever been. So shout out to Rick and Morty season seven. Get your head around it if you haven't seen it. Is um, I don't know where you go watch it, but I bought it on Amazon. So you bought it. I yeah, did. what year is it? Two thousand three. Money for this. <laughs> Got his ass. <laughs> Got him. Oh, I think that's the show. Well, quick question: What's better, Gen Gen V or Rick and Morty season seven? Gen V. Gen V. Gen V was amazing. What is Gen V? Yeah, you, sh- you should have shouted that out there. I will sh- retroactively and currently be shouting out Gen V, Generation V, the spinoff show of The Boys on oh, Amazon. Oh, yeah. So The, the Boys is a uh, very, very crude and crass and graphic 
um, what if superheroes but in real life show on Amazon Prime. And uh, Gen V was a spinoff of that, not starring any of the same main cast. And you would think like spinoff shows, ah, they're really hit or miss, usually yeah, miss. Money, and no they're money thanks, grabs. Yeah, usually man, just trying to get some money. Yeah, Money, yeah, they're terrible, poorly written money grabs that just take something that you don't care about and expand on it. And I'll tell you what, man, Gen V is possibly the most effective, like, Oh, drop in the last four seconds of an episode. Every episode. Every single Amen. episode. Yeah. You're just like, oh my, I cannot wait for next week. That show was incredible. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. That plus Invincible um, season two, which is also on Amazon. Was that the animated one? Yes. Invincible is the animated one. Yes. Okay. Just the first half yeah. of season two has been released. The second half is getting released next year, I believe. Yes, yeah, and I really enjoyed um, Invincible as well. I think I like Gen V better, maybe, but I have to, I kind of have to re- uh, withhold judgment until the second half of season two of, of uh, Invincible drops. But I'm a big fan of superhero stuff in general, um, and I I like those two me shows, too. even if the idea of what if evil Superman happened is at this point sort of played out. Um, I don't care. I'm interested. What's Omni-Man going to do? What's Homelander going to do? What are we going to do in episode two? I vote retroactive movies of the year 2023. What do you guys think? I'm in. Only if I can talk a lot about how much the movie Plane exceeded my expectations. I really would like to hear. Should I watch the movie Plane between now and then? You should 100% watch the movie Plane because I loved it so much and it was great. And you should watch it. And it might be my favorite movie. Well, well, Barbie. But it's a close Save it for the pod. We got We're going to have plane talk. We're going to have Barbie talk. We're going to have Oppenheimer talk. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we got stuff to talk about. And then maybe even look forward to next year. Maybe a little bit. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I could do that, I think. Maybe. We, have, we got time. Save the spoilers for whether or not there are snakes on or off mm. of six. <laughs> But until then, please leave a comment, subscribe, do all those things that everyone always tells you to do. Or you could drop us a line at a we seen a movie at gmail.com. Catch another life, brother. Or is it see you in another life, brother? <laughs> Derek, fill in. See you in another life, brother. yippee ki <laughs> Brother. have been we seen a movie i'm not going to say the same thing the guy one used to say i'm going to say uh what i don't know sign off should we the sign same this way. off we started the same way let's sign off the same way yeah i don't remember even what he said <laughs> please subscribe leave a comment you can see us on youtube and stuff or email us at <laughs> how did it go you could do it you got this <laughs>